0: Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Now, from Happy Valley, here's your host, Brian Tripp.
1: Welcome into a very special edition of the Let's Go State podcast. Let's go state the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. We have, let's see, how many Lady Lions here in the room from the 2000 NCAA Final Four team, the only Final Four team in Lady Lions history. They're back in Happy Valley this weekend celebrating their 20th anniversary. Let's go around the room and just introduce who's all here. Helen Darling, the All-American that year and one of the captains of the team. Do you want to start and just tell our audience what you're doing now?
2: I'm ready to graduate my triplets, um, who are seniors, and I am just turning a new leaf in life, trying to figure that out, what I want to be when I grow up, and um, that, that's pretty much it, ready to travel the world. Uh, my name is Katrina Carr. As right now, I live in Brooklyn, New York.
3: I have two children, Quincy and Nia. My son is 13, uh, my daughter is 11. Uh, right now, I'm running a nonprofit out of Brooklyn uh, called Inspiring Minds. I've been doing that for a year, but prior to that, I've been running youth programs in New York City for the past 13 years.
4: Yes, hello everyone. This is Andrea Garner. I am still teaching. I've been teaching now for 14 years, um, and I'm also the executive director of Inspire Minds Philadelphia. So Trina and I are working together um, to get these youth in a better place. Um, but it's been exciting for me to start that journey. And um, I also have a senior. Uh, my daughter is graduating and headed to Northwestern so you guys will see her playing Penn State year after year for the next four years um, and I have a son who is 10
1: you're gonna have to get one jersey that's blue on the front and purple, and purple on, the back. on the back yes
4: <laughs> I still believe blue and white but I will be cheering for purple
1: Lisa you're up next
5: hi uh, Lisa Shepherd I am back in Indiana with my husband and I we have a 11 year old daughter and uh eight year old son. Um, I'm an assistant basketball coach at a high school and I also have my own facility where I do some basketball training and run some shooting camps and clinics. Hi, this is Chrissy, uh, sorry, Chrissy Falcone. Um, <laughs> don't say that much anymore, but
0: um, I'm back in Cleveland. Um, I've been working for Nestle for almost 14 years now in the sales department. Um, I have two boys that keep me really busy. One's nine and a half and one's seven, and we, me and my husband coach their basketball teams. And if I'm not coaching basketball teams, I'm going to baseball games. So, so that's my life in a nutshell. Um, this is
6: Roshana Barnes, Miller now. I live in New Haven, Connecticut with my husband, who is a coach at Yale University, with my three-year-old son, Eli. Um, I did coach for about 10 years in college and high school and got an education, and now I am a jewelry designer.
7: Marissa Gramey. I am been fundraising for Penn State for the last 15 years. I work at Penn State Harrisburg um, and have started a company on the side called Always a Lion, which uh, I intend to provide funds back
8: to women's sports for uh, at Penn State.
7: Maren, last but not least.
8: <laughs> I'm Maren Walseth. I have been a college basketball coach for 15 years um, and, like Helen, kind of going through a year of transition, trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. Um, So this past season, or this season, I am doing some commentating in the Philly area and in New York City and enjoying basketball from a different perspective.
1: When was the last time, I guess we'll start with Helen, when was the last time, you were one of the captains, when was the last time the whole group was together like this?
2: Was it 10 years ago? The whole group, about 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, what's it like to to come back?
2: For me, well, I was a little disappointed because when I landed at the airport, I didn't have my fan crew there, you know, <laughs> welcome me in. Um, but uh, no, it was it was it was very unique. It was um, it was exciting, you know, to kind of land at State College and remember the airport, and then to see everybody. But I did have a fan club. Martin picked me up from the airport and waved at me. So, um, but no, it's always good to see everybody. We laugh, we joke, reminisce.
1: You know, when, when I sit here with you guys, you can still feel the chemistry in the room. It, what made the 2000 team so successful? Andrea, you want to take that one?
4: What made us so successful? I would say um, our... So Helen, Marissa, Chrissy, and I as freshmen had such a up-and-down year that year. Um, and we sort of just bought in and they wrote us so that by the time we were seniors we had such great leadership skills and everybody followed along we we I don't know Helen is is probably one of the funniest people you'll ever meet um and so when you combine all of our skill sets so she was sort of the connector and made sure everyone felt good that's not necessarily my personality but <laughs> I'm going to make sure we all stay on task and focused um Marissa was probably the hardest working of us and she was so humble and okay with her role that everybody had to sort of fall in line with that um Chrissy although she tore ACL and and moved with the the class below us it was still like we I don't know we all just sort of bought in everybody understood their roles. We all had fun together um, and that's still evident today. So last night we had a blast together and that means so much on the court. So when you don't have egos and you're not trying to outshine each other and you play as a team, the sky is the limit for a team that like, like that.
1: who had the the funniest personality on the team was there was there a funny player
2: Helen Shepard and I yeah once once. Once we got together, it was uh, trouble, and so we had Dr. D in the circle, and you know, every before every practice, we would stretch, and Dr. D would come in and share with the team a little bit about you know health, relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs>
8: Helen being Dr. D.
1: <laughs> well, that was my next question, but I started to figure it out, Marissa. Going to the WNIT and winning that in 1998, then to the NCAA tournament in the second round in 99, did you feel like you were building to something pretty special in 2000?
7: We did and um, I think about it a lot going back to when we all went out to Cincinnati as freshmen and we, we had a terrible end of that season. I think we've all kind of blocked out so I don't remember much of that year. But when we went out to Cincinnati, I remember looking down the row the final four and like the game had just gone off i still get chills when i think about it because we all kind of looked at each other and i remember renee saying do you guys want to be here and we were like yeah we want to be there and she was like trust me and i will take you there and i feel i remember then that like culminating moment when dre helen and i stood at the end of the court in the final four and we just kind of looked around at all of the seat cushions with the liberty bell on them and it, the moments had flown by so fast. We went through so many hard times together. We pushed ourselves further than we thought. But at that moment, Helen and her humorous self says, so would you do it all over again? <laughs> and uh, maybe not all of it, but uh, I'm really I'm really thankful that we had a chance to go through that because everything I've done in my life now seems so simple and I'm not afraid to take on any challenge because I think we were all able to push through so much. and so as we built that momentum and reading was really key in those moments of saying, hey, this is that next step. This is that milestone that's gonna get us there. And I think you know, that's, that's part of what building our success was about.
1: Lisa, Chrissy, what were some of those tough moments the team went through over the years that, that maybe shaped the foundation for getting to the national semifinals?
0: Well, I think um, like they just talked about, you know, when we came in, this program was in the top 10 number one in the country like in 1995 right a couple years before we got in here and so for us to you know come in and not make the tournament i think all of us were like this is not what penn state basketball is all about so i think we took it upon ourselves that we're gonna we're gonna come in and we're gonna turn this program back to where it should be and so you know tough times not winnings i mean that was hard but um and and from a personal level you know tearing my acl and, and not being able to be on the court that was that was rough um and so that's what it meant. That's what made going to the Final Four um, for me personally like the ultimate. Um, just because I didn't even know if I was going to be able to get back th- back to playing at that caliber. So and then just you know just the step the the process. And I think that's what we want to talk to the team about is like this is a process. This isn't you know you come in here and all of a sudden you're going to the Final Four. I mean we worked and like Marissa like everybody's been talking about. It was a process and we put in the work and we stayed together because. If you don't stay together as a team, you're not going to have success.
1: Dre, and I hope I can call you that since you guys are so welcoming here in the room. <laughs> the Final Four is in Philly. Before the year, you're from Philadelphia, and there's so many Philly ties sure on this sure. team. When was, and maybe Rashanna, you want to talk about this as well, was there ever a goal? Like, we got to get to Philly because this is, this is in our hometown.
6: That was definitely the goal, and it was a lot of <laughs> pressure, especially with Dre and being a senior that year. And... I think I came up with uh, where do you want to play Philadelphia. So it, it was and to have me locked in was um, <laughs> that that was a big deal.
1: Was that the difference maker right there?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rashanna bought in. Are we going?
6: <laughs> and honestly, I would like to speak to what Dre was saying. The difference was their leadership. And they filled so many blanks. And you have Helen's personality, and she's rah-rah, and she's fun. And then Dre is more introverted and quiet, but commanding, such a commanding presence. And then you have Marissa, who, for somebody like me, and she could sit and look me into my eyes and say, you belong here. Don't let this break you. You're here. You know, everybody gave their strengths. And if you had weaknesses, there was somebody to fill it in. And you always try to be an extension of your coach. And we're not much like Reenie, but the the best parts of her and who she was as a coach, somebody had that. And when I didn't want to listen to Reenie, when nobody wanted to listen to you don't want to hear it, somebody stepped in and did it. And there were no egos, and we had this goal.
8: Like, along with what
6: Rashawn is saying and
8: what's kind of been said, one thing that I – Have always thought is that our group we genuinely liked each other. Like Mm -hmm. I think it's very cliche for teams to say, "Oh, you don't have to like each other. You just have to respect each other. You just have to play with the play Mm -hmm. with each other and and support each other." We genuinely liked each other, loved love each other, care for each other. That it it wasn't about, "Oh, I wonder if she's gonna behave in the classroom or on." You know, socially or what, yeah, yeah, we were college kids. We did our thing, but there was an understanding and a respect for the goal and for each other. That it was always everything had its place and its time, and it, it wasn't. There were no egos, like Dre saying. Like we were joking last night. Like how did we, how did we win a game? Because the post players boxed out, boxed out, and the smallest person on the floor gets the offensive rebound. <laughs> you know, and and that's like we made her job very easy, but it wasn't like. You know, Dre and I wanted to do that. like, it was like, oh yeah, I'll box out if she gets through. Absolutely not a problem where it's not about statistics. It's not about anything more than how do we collectively achieve the goal. And when people genuinely love each other, it really doesn't matter how it gets accomplished. And I think that's very unique for us. And certainly not, I have, I've been on a lot of teams or been around a lot of teams and you don't see it to that level as much
6: how do you not make Reenie pissed off that we have to come in at five in the morning (laughs) and run these drills it was like i don't want to make Reenie mad
1: she was talking about that's the iowa state game and Mm -hmm. that's the one point game in the regional semifinal before you guys blow out louisiana tech Mm -hmm. in the regional championship was that the defining moment of the season
2: i i believe so when when we when we when it made that shot and we, you know, progressed on, it was like, oh, we're going to the final four. It was just, we just knew it. I th- Honestly, I think we kind of knew it at the beginning of the year. I mean, it was at the beginning of the year, we just had a different type of feel, you know. And we laugh about it. We went from the doghouse to the penthouse, you know. And literally, our senior year, we were practice forty-five minutes. Sometime that's unheard of. You know, we get in, we get, we get in, do our work and we get out. It was just a different atmosphere. It was a different kind of chemistry that senior year. Um, but that game, oh, that game, I think we the highlight it. It was like, that ball was there. And I was like, I'm going to get it. <laughs> they boxed out, that ball was there. I was like, I'm going. And then it was like, I got it, and it was like all these trees. I'm like, you know what, Lord, just put that ball in the basket, and it went in, and it was like over from there. It was just, <laughs> I, it did,
4: it did. I was waiting, like, <laughs> it did. It
2: bounced like every part of it, boom. I was like, was like, like
4: to go in
8: the <laughs> and Then the guy just said, Whew. A
2: Bam. <laughs>
1: Lisa, I heard you say you agreed, though, at the beginning of the year, you knew you were going to the Final
5: Four. Why? I I think so. We went overseas that year, and Mm. so we were back on campus early in August. And I remember we were talking about this last night. Um, We had 10 days of practice before we left to go overseas, and we were excited. We were thinking, this is going to be easy 10 days. It was the worst 10 days, the (laughs) hardest practices (laughs) we've probably ever had Uh, but I think that started that year and then we we had that bond we had an amazing trip over overseas and I think that's what started it I think we started talking about the final four and going to Philadelphia Um, so I definitely think it started early on and we had that mindset and I think especially for me I remember thinking when the tournament started there was no doubt in my mind we were going to make it to the final four
3: at the, at the end of every practice we we said we said a chant and we said it together and um at the end of every year we put out an affirmation together as a group and i believe that when you have people together who all believe and speak in the same accord um and we did that every day then it will manifest and even after basketball and in, in, in my career now my team we say what we want and it happens right so you say it by yourself there's power in that when you say it, that's 10 people together You know, that multiplies that power times 10. So that's one of the things I learned from this team was the power of what we say and then putting the work behind it and making sure that we follow suit.
1: You all have said you kind of had a feeling for a long time that you are going to achieve your goal. But when you finally achieved the goal of making it to the Final Four and you beat Louisiana Tech and the game's not close, what was it like?
4: Man, that La Tech game, because we we lost to them the previous year because –
5: it was
4: but but our sophomore year we went to the WNIT, oh, yeah. right. so right. we won that championship, and that was, was we went to yes, and we played UVA in the first round. You hurt your knee? My knee was on the other side of my leg. Still came out for latech and they they beat us. I mean they had Betty Lennox. They had a, they had, I had Tamisha. The my yeah, you did. It's okay though. Yeah, It's all right. I, mean, I
2: had the worst game of my life.
4: Since they beat us that game, it was like we had another chance at them. And so once we got past Iowa State, and let's be clear, they had the crowd, the crowd was all red. It was a sea of red in that. And I don't even know, like, I'd never even really heard of Iowa State like that before then at all. They came out ready to play. And I was in foul trouble, and I'm a Nicole and she's not here right now, didn't make it through the rest of her time at Penn State, but she came through in the clutch for me in that game. But once we got to La Tech, we sort of knew. It was like, yo, y'all will not do us like that again. And that is something that I – when I'm watching high school basketball basketball now, like some kids don't have that. You will not do that to me again. Like we we came out – them shooters was on fire. Dang like was it out. was <laughs> – it, it. And what I love is – I'm going back a little bit um, about our team – was that any night somebody, like if you look at our averages, we all averaged probably about the same. Like there was nobody that averaged 25 points a game. Like we were all around 12, 14 points because it was such a team effort. So one day somebody could have 25 and then the next day somebody else might have it. Like, and there was, if you look at UConn's team that's similar to, I feel like a lot of his teams, a lot of times, a lot, all of his players sort of average the same thing. Those are, to me, one of the greatest attributes of great teams. When the ball gets shared around, there's no egos. Everybody plays their role. That Latex game was one we just knew, and there was nothing they could do about it.
1: Yeah. When you get to Philly, twenty thousand, they're not all rooting against you. When you get to Philly,
4: no, we had we had a we had a great crowd in Philadelphia. I couldn't get enough tickets for the people that wanted to come to that game. I mean, again, we have Rashana's from Philly. All our coaches, I feel like we're from Philly. Um, it was such a tie, like, and it was. Great, and I think it. Sometimes I think we were so happy to get there that we didn't think past it. Because when I watched that UConn and I just recently watched that UConn game, maybe a couple months ago um, on YouTube, because I just I, it. Yeah, I really just ignored the game after that. Um, and we were in that game, like we were in that game for a lot of that game. We were in it. I, we it was like we were only down by seven. And mind you, they were blowing people out throughout the season. And the first time we played them that year, I think we only lost by 13 or so. So we knew we could beat them and we were so, it was, it was we had talked about Philadelphia so much and just being there our first year there, I think we could have gotten to the next game, but we, we didn't dream big enough because we definitely could have. Been.
7: Last night when Coach was talking about like she came here <laughs> to be a national champion, like that was the thing I was like man we just we just wanted to get to Philly mm-hmm. we, didn't, we didn't say we wanted to hold that trophy and I think that was you know that was the only thing we just didn't dream big enough mm-hmm. I think if we had put that out there we probably would have mm-hmm. manifested it right Trina mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> out of the nine people in the room how many have watched that UConn game back let's see one two three four five parts of it yeah so not all that many what, what good memories do you have
8: Of the final four (laughs) it
2: was like Christmas Christmas what I think yeah yeah we walked in I was like oh my Lord Jesus give me that I have that I have that no it was it was it was just amazing it really was
0: I think like one of my most memorable moments was us driving on the bus and pulling into the hotel and just seeing all the kids with posters and just Chanting, and and then we got off, and we go into the hotel, and the they're they're playing some song or a fight song, and the and they're saying we are like the all the people that are working at the hotel are are just embracing us, and it, I I just I wasn't even expecting any of that, and I just think that that was one of the coolest moments, um, other than walking into the arena and seeing all these like twenty thousand people, and was like and we were the second game, so we had to wait and sit and watch, we had to sit and watch because I remember being really nervous, yeah. and then we went, <laughs> yep,
3: we were the second game. Yeah, and, um, and yeah. for me, it was kind of like, uh, for most of the season, it's just the 10 of us most of the time. It's the 10 of us in the locker room, it's the 10 of us practicing, it's the 10 of us watching film, and it feels like a very small like, group of people just working towards this huge goal. So when you get there, and you see all these people everywhere, it's kind of like, a, um, I don't know, like, a, like a, a culture shock in a way, I mean, we always played in front of a lot of people anyway, but just to see that many people after being just in this tight, small, knit family, and then know that all these people are are watching and cheering for you, um, and rooting you on, it kind of makes it worth it. Because like I said, we worked really hard. We're always lifting. We're always practicing. We're always up early in the morning. We're always watching film. but Then to see the amount of support we had was very uh, inspiring.
8: Earlier in that week, the All-Americans are announced, and. Uh, Helen's announced and you know it, it's made public and and whatnot and then we take as Chrissy said we take the bus down there and you know there's activities that we have to do and practices that we have to attend and then within the convention that's also going on for coaches and the public there's the Kodak All-American award ceremony and it was like a huge thing that we had to get from A to B to C to get there for Helen to to watch that and 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 you know, other people who aren't participating in the tournament or in the final four at that point, like you know, they're all dressed nice and they're doing all that. You know, and it, for us, it was like we got we're here on a business trip. We got to do this, but we have to be there for Helen to accept her award. And then, oh, she did it. Now we got to go. <laughs> you know, now we got to go to the next thing. But like that's something that I remember, and it you know wasn't about me at all. You know, but
1: I see everyone, or most of you, have the always a lion jackets on today. What have you been able to? Share with Coach Keeger, what are your impressions of her and the direction that the program is going now, and what they need to do to get to what made this team so successful?
4: um even through the last coach um when I would come back and talk to the players, to me it's about pride, like Chrissy said when we first came in, they were ranked like i was I was just happy to be here, right. We had pride in that, and so when we had a that that our freshman year that season, I think we were like fifteen and thirteen. We lost like in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, and we were just done. Like we ain't we ain't we ain't have nothing to do. It was like (laughs) where we yeah where we going What we doing. (laughs) 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 Um, you know we should have had a
1: microphone with Helen the whole time. (laughs) That's my bad she's cracking jokes down here (laughs) at the end you can't pick them
4: all up um you know we have probably we would we would not ever have another spring break we we never and that was just something that like yo we can't finish this early and and Marissa spoke to us taking that trip to Cincinnati and how much that meant to us as freshmen like this is what we're supposed to be doing like we're not supposed to be done we wants to watch watch it on TV and like it was so boring right um but there was pride in that. Like, yo, the next year we played our hearts out and we made it to the championship game of the Big Ten tournament and we felt like we got gypped not getting into the NCAA tournament. And um, so it was the next level. We got to the WNIT and we did not we did not want to play in that WNIT. Like, we did not want to play in it. But as Rainy said, we got to play it. You might as well win it. And so... Once we got going, it was great practice to, to see what that felt like to have the one and done, right? Like, all right, we're going, we're running side by side with the um, NCAA tournament. We have to win these games. Um, and believe me, that WNIT championship was still one of the greatest moments of our career as well. Um, and it spoke to who we were as a team or where we were going. Like, so that was great. That is pride in that, you know. And then the next year, making it to the second
2: round. When we won the WNIT, I don't know if I've seen it. They said, and Penn State is the 65th best team in the nation. I was like, you didn't have to say that. But, you know, for me, it was like, okay, I don't want them to say that again. So, you know, let's get to the, the NCAA. So we're going to be
4: the 65th best team in the nation. But there was pride. And, and, and you know, hearing that is pride. And Penn State, I came here. I came here for all the wrong reasons, I think, basically, because the engineering program was great, so that's one of the reasons why I chose it. But they were the highest-ranked school that was recruiting me, so that's why I came. And it was like, yo, I'm not going to get here, and then it go down, you know? And that's pride. And I think, you know, hopefully this young team, hopefully the coach has pride in where Penn State, like, has always been and, and really are determined to get, this program back to where it should be it should always be spoken in the same breath as the tennessee's and kinetics and although we don't have the national championships we were always in the top you know 25 I, I at least when i remember it we were always in the top 25 so hopefully they have pride in that and they really want to get themselves back there
2: i just want to say i had the best team my senior year i had two shooters sharp shooters long range shooters I had two post players that could run, like, deep, like it was gone. And I think I averaged, what, almost 10 assists a game my senior year because of them. Then we have Trina came in, who was just, she came, she brought a spark, you know. And then you have Rashana, we call her the black hole, but, you know.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else is diving on the football. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true,
2: that's true, that's true. Rashana used to.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: she did, she did. But we really had, uh you know, a great, great team that year and um, I think it's one we'll always remember and I, I truly think that if the girls coming in we talk about pride you know determination and the one thing that Dre mentioned early on is that we bought in there was times where we thought Renie was crazy he was like man that's stupid you know what I mean like that, how, I how, 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 how are we gonna <laughs> get from here to there and do all that like that's just you know that's, that's that, that doesn't make sense but the thing that we did is we bought in and once we bought into her system and it was like, let's just make it work. And it worked. And, and so I just think that these young kids sometimes have to get out of their own. It's about self and really buy into the system, buy into the team and humble yourself. Um, because again, like Dre said, it, it's not about you all the time, right? So I just think that these young kids, and, and moving forward, really have to humble themselves and, and put the team before themselves.
1: You know, we could do this for about six hours probably. Absolutely. we sit be sitting here and just have you guys reminisce. We didn't even get to talk about shaving Jerry's hair off. <laughs> 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 but it, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time to do this. I know it's a busy weekend. You guys get to reconnect up here. Uh, enjoy the game today. But thanks so much for doing this. Appreciate the time from so many Lady Lion legends.
8: Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.
1: All right, this has been the Let's Go State podcast. Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics, the 2000 Final Four Bound, Penn State Lady Lions, their 20th anniversary here in Happy Valley this weekend. We'll talk to you next time.
0: Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics.